2: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Mortgage Lending Mastery. I am your host, Jen DuPlessis. I am so delighted today because joining us is Jennifer Otto. She is a loan officer with F&M Bank, the mortgage division of F&M Bank in, I can't pronounce it, Bureau. Did I do it right or wrong? Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro, Tennessee. <laughs> and you'll hear that in just a moment. <laughs> you'll hear her lovely accent in just a moment. And I'm really, really excited today because Jennifer is one of my clients and she is receiving this opportunity to have this interview on the podcast because of her involvement with me as a client. And so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what podcasts have done for your business So, and
0: then some other things too.
2: So Jennifer, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to
0: have you. Thank you so much, Jen. I am so excited to be here. As you know, I have been an avid listener of your podcast yeah. well before I ever met you and became a student. So this is this is fun. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm so excited for you. You know, and when we look
2: back, I guess it was it wasn't even a year ago because I think it was in September or November. I can't remember, but anyway, you know that uh, time that you gave me a phone call and we spoke one evening before I was having a big retreat and the whole thing and you know, just a real exciting time. So, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on is because you are a really, really dynamic and you are a go-getter and, and being a go-getter, you know, I love go-getters. <laughs> for Anybody who's been listening for a while, you know, I'm an action taker, right? And That's definitely one thing that Jennifer has done. And so I want to start with you telling us your story because you've been in the business for quite some time. A long time. But there's a hook in it. There's a hook. So stay tuned. There's a little
0: hook in in her tenure. So tell us a little bit about you. Wow. Gosh. So I've been in the mortgage business, as you said, for 25 years. And this is all I've ever known. Um, This has been my only big girl job. I started, stumbled into mortgage and it's been 25 years. So I actually started as a receptionist and um, was part-time and, and that's a whole other story. But then I got into processing. I processed for about 20 years and was in North Alabama, moved to Tennessee, actually trying to get out of the mortgage business and was going to court reporting school but I also was doing contract processing from home, and this was 2004, you know, 2005, before all of the, the craziness happened in 2008. Then went back to work as a regular in-house processor, moved over into sales. I really realized I loved that after underwriting and um, closing, shipping, insuring, all of the fun, you know, dot the I's, cross the T's stuff on the back end finally moved my way to the front and was uh, a production manager for a team that um, did really well and about this time last year and was July of uh, 2019 I went to my manager at the time and said you know I've had this license for a really long time I really would like to move over and begin originating on my own independently and that's actually when I found your podcast and listened for quite some time as you said before I ever reached out to you but just was really trying to learn as much as I could and so it took from about July of 2019 until January of 2020 for me to help acquire train get that team you know on a good good footing so I could move over and so I've been originating since January of 2020 independently and then of course as we all know March of this year, the pandemic hit and we've all been quarantined in our home. So it's, this will definitely be the story for this century, <laughs> I think, of how to become a loan officer. So that, that's yeah. kind of my claim to fame. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's funny because, you know, there are a lot of
2: people that, you know, both you and I, having been in the business for so long, right? that you've said, oh my gosh, what a time to start, you know, several times in that 25 years. And now you, you're (laughs) looking in the mirror, you know, calling the kettle black. It's funny. Yeah, I think it's funny. So I want to talk about sort of your journey that you've had, you know, obviously, you know, you started January 1st, that was the day that you started Mm -hmm. originating. And it was, it was quite interesting. And I knew that that was happening for you. And so I want to ask you, if from your perspective, how do you think your history plays a role in where you, at are, where you are at now as an originator? Oh, gosh. and your I, experience, yeah.
0: I mean, we've had a couple of new originators come on with my company in my office specifically. And I think that the background that I have, and what I tell my clients actually is like if I was a pizza maker, not only can I sell you pizza, but I used to make the sauce. So I know every ingredient in the sauce. I know what we do, how long it has to boil, et cetera. And so, you know, I really feel like I have a unique perspective as I'm talking to my borrowers as a certified mortgage planner to really dig into some of those details and and answer those questions that they have. Well, how long does it take to get a verification or how long does it take to get an appraisal? And I don't have to give the, the stealthy answers. Well, you know, it's about, I literally know because I have done it. I have sat in that seat. So I feel like that that gives me a really unique perspective, um, even with my clients and in dealing with my realtor partners that, you know, it's not just the fluff, if you will. And I'm not, I don't mean that ugly. I know you have a lot of originators that listen, but I've, I've, I've sat in those seats and I've, I've done those jobs. So I literally know exactly what it takes to get a verification in and to get title in and to get appraisal in. So I think that makes me a little bit unique um, for most originators and especially for someone starting out. Gosh, this business has changed so much in 25 years. And to think about having to learn all of the ins and outs of the business and learn how to be relevant on social media and learn how to network and learn how to etc., cetera, etc. cetera, et cetera it, it was like I'm just so grateful that I've had the experience in the business for as long as I have to know at least the mortgage piece. I am 100% confident in my ability with the mortgage piece. And so that's when I reached out to you and was like, help me put together all of this stuff. I want, I want to, you know, I want my business to look like yours and, you know, I want to be able to, in a few years, be able to quickly accelerate and get, um, get my business up and where I want it to be. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing that was so cool about talking with you originally was that, you know, we come from the same cloth as far as yeah. our history, because, exactly. you know, I, I jumped into origination a little sooner than you did, but I, you know, I started off as a receptionist slash setup clerk. I was full time, but I, it was slash something. Right. Uh, and I remember, you know, very quickly I got into this business and I realized that you can't have lunch. No.
0: Or dinner sometimes. Or
2: dinner, right. Yeah, very quickly. And I remember every single day I was taking, uh, at, at the time, Tab Coca-Cola, right? Tab mm-hmm. was really popular. So that was my coffee in the morning I because I, I still don't drink coffee. But that was my coffee in the morning. I would drink a Tab on the way to work and that would get me blah, you know, get, get ready to go so I could I could be charged up and equal to all the other people that were in the business and and at the time I worked for a branch manager, loan officer, who all he did was a builder business. That was it. Oh, wow. He was, he was the builder. He had the whole builder locked up. And what we did rates were 18 and a half percent. Oh gosh. <laughs> and we did, we did GPMs, GPM mortgages. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, if you don't know what a GPM mortgage is, you have to reach out to us because we'll probably be, we'll be able to tell you. I already know I can tell you, but yeah, we did GPM mortgages and gems. Uh, you know, it was a pretty interesting time. And uh, but yeah, so I thought that was really cool. So so now you know you're you decided to get into origination. You've been in origination. So tell us what has what you have been doing, and what you've been doing that has provided you with some very quick results. So if a new loan officer is listening and they're saying, what do I do? In fact, I was on a a conference call, uh, your webinar yesterday for uh, NAMBA, National Association of Minority Mortgage Bankers of America. And one of the questions that someone asked me is, I'm a new loan officer, what should I do? So, um, you know, there's plenty of new loan officers out there that are wondering, what is Jennifer Otto doing that's making her, you know, really hit the ground running? And particularly if they don't have experience like you do in understanding
0: guidelines. Gosh, that's a really good question. I mean, This is going to sound super cliche, and I promise Jen did not tell me to say this, but I -hmm. think getting with a really good coach has been the, the secret sauce because, Jen, you know, you've been my coach now for several months. It's so overwhelming, and there's so many different directions you can run in at any given time, and really having someone to help you cut through the static and the noise and say, okay, you are really good at this. Let's do this. Let's get this going. And really, you know, digging into the intro to income and learning how to be a great interviewer of realtor partners and a good network partner to be able to figure out, you know, hey, where is this person going to fit in my sphere and how can I benefit that person? And I think that's that's, such a, that's, a, that's why I clicked and resonated with you so much is because you have this heart of let's make sure it's a win-win-win for everyone. And, you know, literally, I think I told you this, I was listening to one of your podcasts and you started talking about dancing and I know you like dogs and my husband and I, we were sitting there, I was like, Oh my gosh, I love this woman. I have to meet her. And that was when I I looked on your website and how do I reach out to you? But I mean, seriously, like this is no like smoke and mirrors. I think everybody needs a coach. Everyone needs a coach in life. I mean, even coaches have coaches. (laughs) Yeah, I know I do. Right. Yeah. And I, and you know, so it's like that to me is the thing. And I think not only that, because I've worked under loan officers in the past who've had coaches, right? It's not just the having a coach. You have to find someone that resonates with you that isn't going to be like, oh, well, because you work there, this doesn't, what I teach you doesn't work. So now you've got to leave your company. Oh, well, I want to stay at my company. So
2: it's finding
0: someone who really resonates with you Mm -hmm. and who resonate and who's going to also be a partner in, you know, Hey, this is what you want to do. Let me help you reach your goals. Not, you're not trying to create Jen DePlessis like clones, right? It's, it's about me building my business. And so again, Jen didn't ask me to say all of this, but that's to me, (laughs) I would think would be a big thing for a new originator is you've got to get either with a mentor or a coach or someone that can help you cut through the noise and help you get in a direction and start really chewing through things instead of just kind of being like, oh, I like this and I like this and I like this. And then you don't do any of those things. That's that's the biggest yeah. thing, and we've shiny seen that. object.
2: Right, right. <laughs> the shiny object syndrome. And of course, we've seen that over the years. Yes. Where, you know, lots of people yeah. do that. And and I know it's really frustrating. And, you know, and I've had my years of doing that as well. But I learned, you know, a different way and a different path. But thank you for, so much for saying that. You didn't have to, but thank no, you. No, so I didn't.
0: But, you know, I, I mean, that was a perfect question. Like, that's yeah. what, that's
2: well, what actually, I'm going Well, so actually, I'm going to ask the question again. Because um I appreciate that very much, uh, your answer. Uh, but I do want to get back to what are you doing? You yeah. know, um having a coach definitely, but but what is it that you're doing
0: that's creating the buzz around your business right now? Social media, you know, I've been pretty active and consistent at social media and um also just learning how to how to do that intro to income, meaning yeah. when I meet new people. And being able to ask the questions to figure out, are we a good fit for each other? Because I don't want to waste their time if I'm not a good fit for them. And I don't want them wasting my time if they're not a good fit for me. And being able to say that out loud and say, I don't want every realtor's business. Like that is game changer for most loan officers because they want, they think they want every realtor's business. And I don't. And, um, that, I think that's probably been the biggest thing to my success and, you know, events, I know we can't really do events right now, but you know, you've helped us to, to learn how to pivot and to do this differently. So I do have workshops that I do on a semi-regular basis and, um, more workshops coming out because I'm retooling and, and constantly looking to better with who I'm looking to talk to on social media. So, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing, the social media, and then just being able to figure out if these people are going to be a good fit for my business, these referral partners, yeah. and then being able to go the next step.
2: Yeah. And I think, you know, the key thing there is sooner than later, right? There's so many people, you know, they're like squirrels, right? They run around with business cards and they accumulate people and, and there's so much in their mouth. They can't chew or swallow. They're just in there, right? right. <laughs> they're just in their mouth. And, you know, time goes by and then they don't, you know, two, three years go by and they're like, gosh, you know, I don't even work with this person. So, you know, get in, get out, figure out if they're going to, you know, be a good fit. So, you know, since we're talking about that, you've had a couple of situations where you thought they were going to be a good fit Mm -hmm. and then, uh uh-oh, you were like, no, they are not. But it was good that you found out sooner. So tell us how that kind of came about so that if someone's listening, they're saying, oh, so I have to interview them properly, okay, you know, interview them properly, and they're a good fit, but what are some of the measures that you have, or, you know, what your antennas were up about that to say, you know what, I mis misgauge them, and that's okay, and re- sooner, better,
0: better to know than wonder, right, as I always yes. say. Yes. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. Well, and I think that, you know, the first meeting, especially, everyone, you know, there's, there's a lot of mirroring that happens when people meet each other in person. And so I have learned to kind of, you know, not only ask the questions, Jen, that you have suggested and that you've put out that you teach, but just kind of go a step further and asking them, you know, what is their niche and what are they, you know, and, and really listening for their answers. And then you always say this, be curious. And so when someone says something instead of me just assuming I understand what they're what they mean, I may probe that a little bit further, even if I don't get through my questions, just because I want to know when they say something like, you know, this lender, this or this lender that, you know, now I'm learning to say, well what help me understand that situation. You know, what about that situation did you it made you feel that way? Because I'm thinking in my head, you know, well gosh, that that's a really good window into what their expectations are. And if they're going to be super drama realtor, I am not about super drama realtor. And I'm not about, you know, jumping and being the beck and call girl and, um, you know, those types of things. And so I have had some situations, you know, at the beginning of the year, I had got kind of quickly gone through some of these interviews and had to go back and redo. And when I did, I was like, wow, (laughs) they want to do like, you know, luxury jumbos on the beach for investors. And at the time I was working first time buyers. I'm like, well, gosh, this isn't really exactly a match made in heaven. And so, um, you know, I was able to then have that conversation and go, you know, I really am glad that you shared that with me. And, you know, let me share with you kind of where I am. And, you know, not that I can't work with you on a jumbo luxury, whatever, but we're not really going to be working together in the same spheres. We're not going to be putting on the same types of events or looking and fishing for the same types of clients. So that was really cool to get that clarity around, you know, if I'm linking arms with people and wanting to do business with them, having someone who understands the avatar of the person I'm going after as much as I do is, is, like, that's great to, you know, two heads, three heads, four heads are better than one. So let's get all of the people, insurance, whatever, everybody that's going after that client, let's all, then we can mastermind. You can't mastermind when people are, you know, on different, you know, planes and doing, going after different things. So that's been helpful for me to really hone in and ask those questions and be curious and dig whenever I see or hear something, because it, you don't have to decide on the first date right? You don't have to decide to get married right away. No. So, you know, (laughs) so many times people feel like, Oh my gosh, I have to decide this one. And it's like, you know, if I'm having really great conversations, I'll be like, gosh, you know what? There's still so much here that I want to learn about you and your business. And I, you know, I never really had a chance to share with you. So let's schedule another time. And then that just kind of allows you that opportunity to see number one, are they going to show up on time the next time? You know they may have been able to. It may have been a fluke. If they showed up on time the first time, <laughs> or that right? they showed up, or that they showed up. If yeah. They showed up. That they didn't yeah. forget and go. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm in a car on the way to Florida. I totally did it, but you didn't put me on my on your calendar. Hmm. Okay. So yeah. you know, I mean, it's all of those little things, and I think that if we are truly building relationships, which is what you teach, then it's not a one time thing. It's not a wham bam, figure it out, move on. And so really slowing down. And then knowing that it's going to be two, three, four, possibly, um, you know, one on one appointments to figure out what that person is all about. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it doesn't have to be on the first one. Right. And then you had a
2: situation, um, an opposite situation, someone where you met with them and didn't think that they would pan
0: out and they keep sending you business. Yes. Good business. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So like I did the same thing, asked her, you know, what do you, what do you focus on? And she worked with investors and I was just like, Oh, okay. And I, you know, That's I kind not of really my her, thing. Yeah. it's not really my thing. And yeah. you know, I think you're fantastic, but she really honed in on the CMPS certification. She was a CPA in her former life. And so she really, really liked the fact that, um, I did go that extra mile with my clients, even the first time home buyers. And so the people she sent me were people who were a little bit more financially savvy, who had a little bit more net worth. Um, you know, one of them was an investor. So I got to kind of learn some things there. But um, we, I found we worked together really well because she's very unemotional and mm. isn't high drama and I'm unemotional and, and not high drama. And so we do work together well on those deals that come up that do tend to work well. So, and even the ones that aren't in my wheelhouse, I'm willing to make that exception because I really enjoy working with her, which may not necessarily be exactly, you know, the, 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 the rules, but you know, it's, it's about having that relationship with someone that I like, that trusts me and that, you know. Um, it's an easy, smooth relationship with the buyers and with her. And so it's just kind of worked. We've actually done a few deals together now. <laughs> so yeah, it's like-
2: I know. I think that's funny. <laughs> well,
0: and I think that's okay
2: too. I mean, you know, I you have your niche, but you can always sell everything else, you know? Right, you can- yeah. And everything else. And I think that's, that's really good. So one of the things that we've been kind of talking about is, you know, getting you on this podcast. And in the meantime, while we're talking about this, Lo and behold, you get a phone call from someone locally saying, hey, would you be on a podcast? Now you've been on a couple of podcasts. Mm -hmm. So tell us how that's changed the perception of your credibility in the marketplace and what it's done for you personally.
0: So it's funny. um, I've had a lot of people reach out to me on LinkedIn and Facebook, especially because that's where I, I try to be more consistent in. And a lot of my friends that I run into, they're like, oh my gosh, girl, you have so much going on. And, and I'm like, wow, that's kind of amazing how that, that is the perception of, yeah. of what's happening. You know, um, not that I'm downplaying it or anything. Um, you know, the first one actually was a, a binge podcast. I was basically interviewed cause I'm a binge podcast listener. And then it was like the very next week I had someone call me because I use a virtual assistant for some of my stuff. And so she has a podcast and then I had a mortgage podcast reach out. And then of course your podcast, but what it has done is it's just helped me to elevate my credibility. You know, people are like, Oh my gosh, you're on podcasts. Like people want to hear what you have to say. And, you know, at first I kind of downplayed it and was like, Oh, well, I'm just talking about, you know, listening to podcasts, you know? Mm -hmm. And they're like, yeah, but there's not a lot of people who anybody wants to hear at anything that they have to say. So the fact that you've been on this has been really cool. So it's been it's been awesome to have something to share with people. And I've had people reach out and go, "How did you do that? How do I get on podcasts?" You know, right? <laughs> right. So that's know. been fun. It's been, yeah, it's totally different.
2: And, and you know, it's because, you know, it's sort of like being on the radio. Everybody thinks, "Oh my gosh, you've arrived! You arrived!" And you know, it's just it's just a real cool thing. And I think that it's also really good, you know, for your realtors and your clients to see that you're out there, you know, and they get to see another side to you. You know, if you're if you're sharing, you know, hey, I've been on this podcast, hear what I have to say. They get to see a little under the covers, behind the scenes right? practice and what's happening in it. And I think that perspective draws people closer to you. You know, I think that's really cool. And now you're talking about doing a podcast. You're talking about how maybe I should consider doing something like this too. <laughs> right. Um, you know, to bring it out. And one of, uh, you know, one of my other clients in the same program you're in, you know, just started a podcast and yes. it's kind of interesting. And I, and I think it's cool. I never thought about, I never thought about talking about podcasts to all of my clients, but maybe <laughs> we'll start adding it in there, you know, because I mean, there's so many out, that are out there, but it's a fun aspect and it's a great way, you know, to either, uh, I mean, for you, it's different because you're talking about your, your business, right? You and your business. And so you can go down that road, you know, of being going down that road, or you could go down the road of serving consumers. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So before I started podcasting, I had a a little internet TV show, which was really face. All it was, was videotaping and then throwing it up on Facebook, you know, which was getting real with realtors with Jen DuPlessis. Yeah. yeah. And you know, for me, it was just interviewing a bunch of realtors because I thought, oh, that's really cool because they'll go, oh, look at me, look at me. And, you know, and that would help my business. And of course it did. So there's all different ways that can be, you know, that that can be initiated. And I think it's really powerful. So I, you know, if you're listening to this, it's really powerful. It really is. If you can put a, a podcast together, I think it's really cool to be able to do. And it's just, a, you know, another medium for you to get out there to, you know, spread the word and highlight what you do. So, So, what does the future look like for Jennifer Otto now? You know, now you're kind of in in the early stages, right? You're still in the early stages of doing this and still trying to figure out a few little things. But I mean, largely, you're out there. You're communicating with people. You're doing loans. What's the future hold for you? Well, you know, and your hubby.
0: Well, right. I was going to say, you know, the future um, definitely is going to be a little bit different because you know, that aspect has, has changed a little bit from, you know, what I, what we started as a joke of, haha you should get your real estate license to, okay, now he has his real estate license and yeah. um, really is wanting to pursue that. So, I mean, for us, you know, we, we definitely want to continue growing um, my business, growing his business. And, you know, I really would love to get to the point where I'm working with a you know, that perfect client and, you know, more more frequently than than not. And, you know, I really love teaching. And I think that's something, you know, I you and I have talked about so much is, yeah. you know, my life's motto I've really honed in um, through your program and your guidance and, you know, kind of corrections along the way is my motto is to whom much is given, much is required. And that's just something that is just kind of bubbled up in me um, over the last few months. And it's It's really something that I can apply really to anything. And I know it sounds kind of, you know, wide, but I really have a heart for teaching and educating the the public because there's just, it's all face Google, right? And um, it's all somebody's opinion. And because I've been so long in the back room and I know how the sauce is made, I want to be able to share that information to the public. Um, I don't feel like that mortgages should be that, you know, smoking mirrors and ooh we don't know how this works. And so, you know, that I think is going to be something that is really big in my future. Um, you know, I've been thinking about how to do that and maybe a nonprofit type of a way or whatever, but I, I love teaching it, whether it's my, my partners, consumers, yeah. um, you know, I love being able to share the knowledge and experience I've gained. And because I'm generally a very curious person, I'm always like, why, why, how's that? Why does it work that way? How is it, how do you get that? You know, and um, just really figuring stuff out. That's just how I am that to be able to share that information with other people. I think that's definitely, you know, the future for Jennifer Otto. I'm going to be somewhere teaching somebody with <laughs> about mortgage or credit or, you know, all of that stuff, because that, that's kind of where it's at. And, you know, of course, helping people and, and doing loans along the way. But my true passion is educating people. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So, Jennifer,
2: listen, if someone wants to get a hold of you, if a loan officer wants to get a hold of you and say, How did you, you know, get to this success so quickly? Or a new loan officer saying, What should I be thinking about? Or even better, a real estate agent's listening and saying, I want to work with Jennifer Otto. What
0: is the best way for someone to reach you? Um, The best way for someone to reach me is on my cell phone. My cell phone is area code 615-810-1277. Of course, they can check me out on my company website. It's jenniferauto.net. And my last name is O-T-T-O. There's my bio up there. And, you know, they can definitely reach me that way. Um, but I would love to connect with anyone. I am definitely not someone who keeps all of the information close to the vest. So if you are a new loan officer or someone thinking about becoming a loan officer, you know, we need new loan officers right now. And it's people who are, are going to be good and really, really reach out and try to learn the ropes, right? We want the, the people who are helping people I would love to pour into you and share, you know, things with you and some of the people that we met at the workshop in Orlando, you know, are still reaching out to me and things. So any of that, anybody, I would love to help you. That's just kind of how I, how I conduct life, um, in general, but i mean, everybody down, at you know, when we had the workshop, at, you know, in
2: Orlando, right before COVID, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like right before, before. (laughs) Um, you know, we, uh, yeah, everybody, you know, that's what you were doing is sort of being the leader in all that relationship, you know, and, in all the relationships. And I love that about you as well. So I, you know, I just wish you continued success. And I wanted to say thank you again for coming on and sharing your insights and your opinions about what's going on and how, how to get started. And, You know, I just wish you the best. And I'm sure that once this is released, you're going to get more phone calls about being on podcasts. So hold on tight (laughs) because there's going to be a row. And then your coach is going to say, hey, wait a minute, hold on. Are you a podcast girl or are you a loan officer? wonder who that's going to be. Oh, I don't know. (laughs) Thank you again so much, Jennifer, for joining us today. I really, really appreciate it. And I want to thank everybody for listening. If this is your first time listening, welcome. Welcome to the community. If you've been listening for a long time, thank you so much for being a long-time listener and supporter. And don't forget to go to lendingmastery.com and be a member. Become a member. Be part of our community so that you can continue to learn from uh, my clients and myself, everybody, everybody that I bring in all the time. And I also don't forget to subscribe and give us a great rating and a quick review so that we can keep those going in all of the avenues that we're in now. And I want to say thank you again for listening in and taking time out of your day to hear something and hopefully get an aha out of this. And we'll catch you next time on Mortgage Lending Mastery.
1: Thanks for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Be sure to subscribe to hear more sales tips, ideas, strategies, and tactics to help you with your personal and professional growth to multiply your results in record time. And if you like what we're doing, don't forget to give us a rating and review so we can continue to bring you the best content possible. Wanting more beyond the podcast? Join our Mortgage Lending Mastery membership community, where you will find extended interviews with our favorite guests, weekly training, tips, and insider secrets